Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love Podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow Messy Life journeyer, and friend. I come to you today thankful for quite a few weeks away from here, but I have a fresh desire to return and share this messy life with you. You are listening to episode 60. I can't believe it. We are here at 60. And it is called The Word for the Year, Looking Back and Forward. In this episode, I will share what I learned last year through my word for the year and what I hope to learn this year. Hope you listen in. Since I started doing a word for the year in 2011, I have had both very profound and somewhat so-so experiences, but in each case I have seen God continually center and teach me new things. Last year my word was all, and I struggled at first with the overwhelm of it, but then, well, life happened. I had no idea how much all of me yielded to God would mean in the year. I had no knowledge at the beginning of last year that we would have a major career change which would involve a a thousand plus mile move. All the things that came with moving, sorting and giving away and packing up a house and packing up a life that we truly loved uh, for a new one. Then there was my father's health. I did not know that it would take such a downturn, which would eventually lead to his death in August, including weeks where I took care of him in his last days. I had no idea that this was going to come. I knew his health was fragile, but he had been doing really well at the beginning of the year. It was quite a surprise that I didn't see coming. And then there was the continued refining of and finishing and editing a book. And honestly, it truly was a work from the heart, a labor of love to get this book ready to go out into the world. I had no idea how many edits, how many times I'd be reading and rereading my words, how many times I'd work with an editor to choose just the right way to express something. It was a grueling process at times, and I did not know again, what all of me put into that would mean. As has often been the case, the word was rather prophetic, but overwhelming if I thought about it that way. God taught me through life's unexpected, and I knew how to give all to him. There is no other way that I would have made it. As my sweet father would say, you can't outgive God. So I really saw as I gave all to him, he returned with so much more of himself than I could have imagined. He met me profoundly in every moment with all that I needed. I am profoundly grateful and worshipful for such a God. And now I want to turn to this year. I have chosen the word pure as my word for 2022. As a funny aside, I thought my word was going to be sincere, and then up popped a Facebook post from 
two years ago or three years ago where I had chosen the same word and I had forgotten it. I don't know how profound that year was for me. Some years I remember very distinctly the word that I chose and what God taught me through it. Other years, I guess it did work in the year, but it wasn't as profound of experience. So back to the word pure. Pure has already been a word which is changing me. I came about it through going through the Psalms little by little, and Psalm 24 stopped me in my tracks. Who may ascend the hill of the Lord? Who can stand on his holy mountain? Those who have clean hands and a pure heart and do not lift themselves up to what is false. And it's about making room for the King of glory. That's why we live pure lives and seek to live pure lives, so that we may live for the Lord of glory. And then as I moved from Psalm 24 to Psalm 25, I don't know if I said this, I've been listening through the Psalms uh, this year. The psalmist hunger to have God know him, forgive him, act in mercy of old towards him, walk in integrity and uprightness. I found this mirroring my own heart's cry. I want to live purely for God and his kingdom. He has been affirming that I do remain pure always before him because I have Jesus' righteousness over me. But I want more purity in the nitty gritty of my life. I want my heart to be known by God and to see more pathways of clear golden purity that he is giving to me as I grow in him. And as I move out into the world with my book being released in just a couple of months, I realize that there are many things that can distract me, that can make me lift up my soul, lift myself up to what is false, making an idol out of the whole book experience. How many people actually read the book and all of these things that I can use to measure my success, leading me into many, many traps. And so looking at that, I just have so committed through God's strength to pursue a pure path where I don't lift my soul to idols related to my book, but I come out into the world in a sincere and devoted and pure way. And then I think about Malachi 2, where it says, Who can endure the coming of the Lord? For he is a refiner's fire, purifying the sons of Levi. I long for his return. I pray for it. I desire it. I desire a mighty harvest to come in, ushering in his kingdom. But I want to be able to endure what will come. And I ask the Lord to purify me as a son of Levi as someone who is his chosen servant, one of his many chosen servants in this world. But I want to be pure in my walk in this way. And yes, I love how in the Beatitudes it says, it is the pure in heart who see God. My deepest longing is to be face to face with God forever. And it can be fulfilled right here and right now in a very special way that is a precursor to his face and his arms around us forever as we walk in purity. So again, I am learning so much 
through having a focus word for the year. As I've encouraged before, I encourage again to try this. Let God work profoundly and clearly as you trust Him for a word for the year. And we know, as I always like to end, that through His faithfulness, He will give you His light that shines in the darkness in all things this year. So let Him guide you specifically related to this light. And we know that that light will never, ever, ever be overcome so we can look with joy to new things in the new year. I trust this meditation on a word for the year has encouraged and even challenged you to live in a new way. May the things gleaned here show that this is time well spent. For more from me, my journey with mental illness, my journey in life itself, I have several years of blog posts about my story in um, at my website, abigailalleman.com. That's Abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L, Alleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N.com. There are a couple of free ebooks there that I think you would find helpful in different areas of your life. The first one, or the main one that I want to highlight, is called The Three R's, A Simple Path to Mental Wholeness. That is a way that I have seen God purify me in my mind, in what I think mentally, as I've walked mental illness journey. And it's available free when you subscribe to my newsletter. You can also find me on Instagram at abigail.alleman. In keeping with what I began a few episodes ago, I would like to share something related to my book, A Million Skies. As I shared earlier in this episode, it will be released in just about two months on March 15th of this year. And if you have not already done it, it is available for pre-order at Amazon. And it will show up for you if you simply search for A Million Skies. What I have for you today is an endorsement from my psychiatrist. I love its simplicity and as always am humbled by such words from someone who knows mental illness so well. In A Million Skies, Abigail Allman does a fantastic job of being transparent, as we all should, so that those suffering don't have to suffer alone. Her words are beautiful brushstrokes of insight, hope, and truth. In this book are pathways out of the darkness and into the light. Yes, that light that can never, ever, ever be overcome. It's my prayer that many through this book will find ways out of darkness and into God's inextinguishable light, all to His glory alone. Dear friend, I would love to meet you right here in this sacred space next time.